Life is hard. But it could be worse. Life is hard. But it could be worse. If you tend to ignore me, it's because Life nothing has changed. Welcome to the Life is Hard podcast, where I tend to ignore Rob. Life is hard. Because nothing has changed. Well, actually, a lot of things have changed. In the four years, five years, how long have we been doing this? No, Six I was years? thinking in the past week. Well... Yeah, I mean, but I'm talking about how long you've been. But there's some me. good news. There's a little bit of good news with the coronavirus, which now, by the way, if you catch the coronavirus, you have COVID nineteen. Oh, sweet! I was yeah. so getting tired of having COVID eighteen. It's like I've been well, waiting they, for this update. What sucks is they don't forever. know what to call the virus yet. They, they'll have to get an official name for the coronavirus. This particular virus, this very specific strain of viri. Um, and in order to do that, they've got to do a like a peer-reviewed paper on it, and they'll give it a name, and then we'll know what the actual name of it is. So for now, we're just using coronavirus for fun. Is it really viri? It's not viruses? I don't know. I was just saying that. But the important oh, thing to note here funny. is that... Okay. So last week, we had 24,000... These are rough numbers. 24,000 uh, known infections, confirmed infections... This week, we have about 44,000 confirmed infections, but the good news is that's only up by 20,000, whereas the week before went from 6,000 to 24,000, which was a quadrupling. This wasn't even a doubling. So right. so things the are... The rate has slowed. The rate has slowed, even though the infections are up, and now the deaths are just over 1,000. The, the, the really sad thing is the people on the... Um, oh, boy, now I've got to get the name of this. The Diamond Princess cruise ship. <laughs> I apologize to all you people who every time I look away from my microphone to read my notes. But <laughs> the joys of being uncut. The Diamond Princess cruise ship is the people are stranded on board. The only way off the ship is to catch the virus. Oh, so they're stuck with all the pools and the hot tubs and the no, free no, food they're locked the, in their rooms. The room service and the stewards. Yeah, those are really tiny rooms. A lot of them don't even have windows. They're just, oh. they're just like it's like being locked in your bathroom for two weeks. Oh well, yeah, that would be kind of crappy, I guess. They do have people bringing them food and and an occasional drink, but they're not they're, they're not getting like the service they would get if the cruise were normal. No, it's room not, service. Would I'll, you like a Corona? <laughs> although, uh, yeah. <laughs> Although there was there was a woman they had in the news who said uh um she said they should at least let the Americans get off. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, like somehow we're special, right? Right. Yeah. Fuck the foreigners, but let the Americans get off. Oh man, of course, so where is the cruise ship? It's it's docked in Japan. Right. So we're the foreigners there. Not to us, we're not. <laughs> Apparently not. Uh, you know, we talked about last week how the how Bloomberg was uh, was in the race, basically just to take delegates. Yes, to thwart Bernie. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is how it's going to work. Uh, he ought so, to back Buttigieg. That so, seems to be working well. So Andrew Yang dropped out, which is not news to he anybody. Did I'm sad. Yeah. And, Somebody and, else dropped out too that I'd never heard of. Yeah, Michael Bennett. He's the guy that reminds me of the uh, the droopy dog, the cartoon. I had not even heard of you him. You know, you know what I'm talking about. The, yeah, yeah, the I know who you're talking dog about. Dog with the, the with yeah. the. 
the jowls, the jowls that hang jowls, out. Jowls, jowls, yeah. whatever they are, yeah. Well, but but I don't remember ever seeing his name before. When they said he dropped out, I'm like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, I remember him from the debates, and that was like the only thing I had could, couldn't get it out of my mind was that droopy dog. So what, what's going to happen is we're going to have Buttigieg and Sanders running a close race, right? Everybody else will probably eventually drop out. It's hard to say how long it'll take... Uh, I don't know. I think that we're being premature about that because Iowa's a delegate, uh, proportional delegate state, and so is New Hampshire. And if you like, go to, I think South Carolina's next. And What's your if, point? If Biden wins there, he's already in the lead. That's my point. I'm not even thinking about Biden. Fuck Biden. But Warren Biden. He's whatever. got like a forty percent lead. But it in doesn't South change. Carolina. It doesn't change the the point I'm about to make. Okay. The point I'm about to make is if you've got a couple of people, pick pick your names. I don't give a fuck. Throw a name in the hat. It doesn't matter. You've got a couple of people that are running close to 50-50, and you throw Bloomberg in, who, let's say, takes away 10% from each one of them, then right. nobody gets 50%. Right. And the DNC gets to pick the candidate. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah, that's we knew all that was he has to on. do, and and that's the, that's the, what I was you know just kind of pondering. Sure, that's exactly why he's in there. Yep. But I still think it's premature to write off Biden as much as I would love to write off I'm not writing anybody off. That wasn't my point. My point was you got you got a couple of candidates running neck and neck. You know, neither one can quite get much better than 50%. And that's all you need is that situation. Pick right. your candidates. It doesn't fucking I matter. You. I got you. I'm, I'm listening. But as of right now, uh, the two that seem to be running really close to each other are Bernie and uh, Buttigieg. Yes. So, um, so, so, and, and I was reading in the news here locally. Um, our commissioners in my county are all Republicans, and so they had to vote unanimously on a proclamation that we defend or support the Second Amendment of the United States Constitution. They had to be specific. Okay. Yes, because what other Second Amendment? What do we be talking about? Well, there may be a Second Amendment on the state constitution. I'm not sure. I wouldn't know what it was. But but I'm just saying that they were very specific, you know, the Second Amendment of the United States Constitution. So here's the deal, though, right? We have these Republicans, and I'm not trying to pick on Republicans per se, but I'm going to pick on Republicans. Per se. They're so hell-bent on defending the Second Amendment, but as far as they're concerned, there are no other amendments, apparently. Right. Because they sure as hell don't give a fuck about the Constitution when it comes to anything else. Right, freedom of the press. Or division of power. Right. Yeah. Their job isn't what they're supposed to do as senators or congressmen. Uh, I thought we were going to talk about funny stuff tonight. Oh, yeah, we were. Okay, so. Hold um, on. I I don't want to get through all the funny stuff right away, though. Well, uh. You think, Do you have lots of funny stuff? Uh, well, I, I have, Okay, I, I have one thing that that was just killed me earlier. Well, I got I got one thing that's relevant, and then you can change the topic. Okay, because yeah, right, mine's completely we ir- mine's completely irrelevant and irreverent. Well, mine's not that relevant. It's just on topic of what we've been talking about. But so let's say that Sanders and Buttigieg, you know, one of them gets the nomination, right? But the other one is close, so they decide that they're going to run on the same ticket. 
Right. It would be Butt Sanders. <laughs> Vote for Butt Sanders. No. <laughs> yeah, it would. Oh, God. Now you got me on the spot trying to think of a better way to why put those gotta, two together. Why do, you got, why do you have to do better? Why can't you just let it be? It's uh, awesome. I don't know. Okay, so here's here. I saw this. <laughs> I saw this in in like on Twitter or something. I don't remember where I saw it, but but they had this this pig, this potbelly pig that apparently was born without its back legs. So, and this is not even okay. relevant to the story, but but picture it. You know, you've got this pig. Everybody's playing with him. He's a cute little pig. He's not very big. He's small. He's still small. Um, he's he's a little short. He's medium dog size, right? But yeah, he's a little short. But anyway, he's got a little cart <laughs> that he doesn't have legs. He's got wheels on the back, and that he pulls around. But he gets around fine, and he's cute as hell, right? They named him. Okay, I'll probably laugh just after I say this. Is going to start. They named him Chris P. Bacon. <laughs> it's terrible. Dude. Kevin's brother. Chris P. Bacon. I'm like, no! <laughs> He's a cute little pig, and they named him Chris P. Bacon. I mean, it makes sense. What else are you going to do? You can't eat him. Does Does bacon come from the legs of the pig, though? Because that wouldn't work very well. Then don't, even like, go, don't even then go there. Like, don't then it'd be like two slice. Nobody's going to eat this cute little pig. It's up two slice. I don't know if you saw, but the Weinstein trial has wrapped up. I mean, they're still waiting on the jury decision, but they've wrapped up the trial. Okay. I think, you know, my opinion on this whole thing, the the defense basically went with the tact that it was all consensual. And my take on that, and I don't know if the prosecution presented this argument or not, is that it can't be consensual because Harvey Weinstein was the gatekeeper. He could make or break these people's careers. That's the whole motherfucking point, right? I mean, he didn't have to force them into anything because they were afraid to disappoint him. Right, like it wouldn't have been consensual until I threatened their job. Then all of a sudden it was quite consensual. Yeah, and there's always the implied threat, right? And, And so, like, if it was me... Going up to Scarlett Johansson and saying, "Hey, let's uh, let's have a little sex in your room," she'd be like, "Fuck off!" and she'd knock me down, and I'd fall down the stairs and break my neck, and that'd be the end of it. I mean, you don't really know that until you ask. Oh, she's so cute. Anyway, it, the point is that I'm not Harvey <laughs> Weinstein. She's not gonna knock Harvey. I don't think Scarlett Johansson was even involved in this case, but I pick her because she's one of my favorite people. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'd like to disparage one of my favorite people. I'm not disparaging her. She's hot. The point is that that <laughs> that if Harvey Weinstein were to were to you know, especially early in her career, if he had you know, basically, it's not like he walked up to him and said, "Let's go to your room and have sex." He was like, you know, we're going to have a meeting in my room, and then one thing led to another. And of course, you know, the fact that they didn't put up a fight. Or that the stories were a little confusing, you know, and that, you know, everybody's like, well, did you say no? Did you, you know, all these things. Now, all of a sudden, it becomes, oh, they consented, and, you know, now they're just changing their story, right? And and How I don't buy that. Do I mean, that part? I wish I was on the jury, because I would make it a point to 
you know, to stand my ground on that point. Like you cannot, it's the same thing as if a college professor is having sex with one of his students. Technically, that relationship is flawed from the beginning, or for that matter, a boss having sex with one of his, you know, employees. There's right. always the problem of the employee isn't always going to say or do what they want to do because they may be in fear of losing their job, or the student may be in fear of failing a course or something. So, anyway, that's that. Um, hopefully, we'll get a guilty verdict. I think it's possible. I mean, even though the defense made a hell of a case, I still think that jurors could see through that stuff. And when do they expect a verdict or a whatever? I guess that's open-ended. I mean, the jury could deliberate for... Well, that's I don't, no fun. We could be talking about this for weeks. I don't think the jury's going to deliberate for more than 48 hours. I mean, I can't imagine... Oh, so like quicker than we got the Iowa caucus results. Well, I hope so. Of course, most things in life are quicker than the Iowa caucus results. I think they just got to 100% yesterday, finally. Yeah. Yeah, I... I heard something about the results not being official yet, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, well, maybe they're still re-canvassing or whatever, but they at least show 100% reporting now. So I wanted to bring up something that they didn't talk about. I was reading in Market Watch or some, one, of the, one of the financial rags that I read um, about the jobs numbers, and you know, everybody talks about how unemployment is low and jobs, are, the um, amount of people, are, the wages are going up. But they pointed out, they said there's one thing, a huge soft spot that nobody's talking about, and this hadn't actually occurred to me, so I thought I'd bring it up for all of our listeners who may not know about this. They actually have something called the average work week Okay. that they don't talk about. It's in there. It's a part of the report. Apparently, the average work week, let me look at my notes here, hold on, is now 34.3 hours. Is that good or bad? It's bad. It's down. It's keeps. It's going down. So oh. people are getting fewer hours. Their their hourly wage may be a little bit higher, but their actual earnings are not. Well, thirty four hours would be great if you could live on it. Oh yeah, you but know, but like you have I'd to say have, cut it all the way down to twenty if you could live on it. But the increase in wages is, is in the neighborhood of like two to five percent, I think. I mean, those are the numbers we're looking at. I think they might be around three. Whatever they are, they're they're in the the lower single digits. Right. So if you're losing 10% of your work week and you're gaining 3% in your hourly wage, where are you in terms of your actual making a living? Thursday. Exactly. You win the prize. Sweet. All you have to do... to win the prize. Is sign up online and pay thirty four ninety five, and you get a free one month membership to what's it called? Hold on. The Let me check my Network. notes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Let me check my notes. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is true. This is this is something else that happened recently. They some guy in Minnesota signed up a couple of years ago to do a zip line thing across the Minnesota River. Big, oh, another zip line. Okay, yeah, well, hey, these zip lines keep coming up. You know what I'm saying? Like, we get people killed on them, we get people ripped off on them. But this guy signs up, he pays for the zip line trip thing. I, I don't know what you call it a zip line ride, a zip line experience, a zip line zip. Uh, he zips yes. to the zip line, I, whatever yes. it is. 
Um, but in the fine print, there was this thing that when you paid for this, you were getting a free membership for one month to this active network. <laughs> what is that active network? It's a company. It's a it's a online thing. If you go to active.com, that's Sounds like website. a scam already. Okay. Yeah, and they're in active Texas. Active network. Okay. Oh, right. it's definitely a scam. So you don't know you got this free one-month membership because it's in the fine print, right? Uh-huh. At the end of the free one-month membership, you automatically if you renews. Right, exactly. If you haven't canceled, then they're going to charge you for an annual membership, and then they're uh-huh. going to keep charging you. This guy uh-huh. got charged three times for a total of $270 before he realized, because they sent him an email saying, we're renewing your membership, and uh, apparently that just happened the last time that he noticed it. And so he looks into it, and he finds out that he's being charged for this thing. And I'm thinking to myself... This is a first world problem because if I had a $90 charge on my credit card that I didn't recognize, <laughs> yeah. I would not fucking sleep until that was taken care of. I will hunt people down to the ends of the earth. Well, I'd be f- on the phone with the credit card company. I'd be, you know, I'd be claiming fraudulent charges. I'd be trying to find out where it came from, how I signed up for it, you know. I, there's just like I said, I wouldn't sleep. I would be just on that until it was resolved. I'd be like, "This charge doesn't belong here," and that would be the first charge. That wouldn't be three years later. It would be the first motherfucking charge. I'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" You would spend about four hundred dollars worth of time to get rid of that ninety dollars charge. Well, if you just let it go, they're going to keep recharging you. And and I mean, in this case, it was annually, so you have some time, right? But you don't know. If you don't know what the charge is for, how do you know they're not going to do it again in two weeks? Right. Yeah, yeah, that would make me crazy. He he didn't read between the zip lines. Exactly. Well, but they this here's here's the other thing about this. Okay, so I'm picking on this guy, but a lot of people have complained about this company. So he finds out that you know in the in the reporter that wrote the article found out there was a class action lawsuit against them in California. You know, lots and lots of people are complaining. Nobody sees that if you actually look at the agreement, you can't even find where this, you know, where it says that you've got this. Nobody knows they got this. Right. Anyway, the point is it's designed to be misleading. And they said the other thing is that the page is clogged with ads. Everything about this company is designed to distract you from what you're doing. And I only want to say one thing, and that's that nobody in this company has gone to prison. And there's something wrong with that. But I guess the moral of the story is if you're going to steal money from people, put something in the fine print that says you're going to steal their money, and then you're fine. The moral of the story is if you didn't try to do active things, you would not have gotten swindled. That has nothing to do with it. Stay inside. Quit signing up for zipline trips and all this other nonsense. Just remain in your house. Where the coronavirus can't get you. If there were a bunch of inactive people, they would find a way to scam them. Trust me, that's just the way these people are. So did you see that um, Roger Stone is... Uh, Walking. Well, I mean, he probably will, yeah. So they, the, uh, his, the federal prosecutors who prosecuted him recommended to the judge that he get like six years in prison. And so along comes the Justice Department, uh, you know, bar and his buddies, and they said, no, we don't recommend that much. We think maybe six months would do it. 
And so the federal prosecutors <laughs> He's learned his lesson. Let's let it be. Well, they they're pretty sure that Trump weighed in on that because you know Roger Stone. Yeah, oh yeah. Was a, was a Trump crony, and uh, anyway, so there's there's still a chance that he'll get six years because they said the judge that you know heard these. I mean, the judge is responsible for the sentencing. They just recommend the time, and so even though the Justice Department has said no, we recommend something less. Uh, the judge could still give him the six years. However, Trump has already mumbled something about pardoning him. And we all know that Trump gets no consequences for anything he does, so he could just, you know, break him out of jail if he wanted to. Right. He'll probably gain a few supporters that way. Probably. Yeah, screw the system. Woo-hoo. Yeah, what was it they said? They brought up... Oh, oh, they're going after Mitt Romney now. This isn't in my notes, but they're, they have tied Uh-oh. Mitt Romney through one of his campaign people. And we're not talking like somebody he actually knows or worked with closely, just somebody that worked on his campaign out of, out of like 280 campaign people. This guy was on the board of, what was it, Burisma or what the, 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 the company in the Ukraine that, that uh, Hunter Biden ended up on the board of. I have no idea what the name of that is. Yeah, it's like Burisma or something. I'm getting that wrong. I know I am, but something like that. So anyway, uh, so so now they're trying to tie Mitt Romney to Ukraine, so that they can say he voted to you know to to, to indict the president or whatever, impeach the president, um, based to try to cover his ass because right. he didn't want it to come out that he was also involved in the Ukraine thing. Oh, jeez. Of course, I'm pretty sure there's no connection. I don't know for a fact that there's no connection, but the way it was described in the report I read, he wouldn't have had any knowledge of any of this. But it's just, this stuff, okay, so this hits, you know, Breitbart. It gets it gets right. echoed on some, you know, mm-hmm. Federalist site. It's everywhere, yeah. Fox News picks it up. People retweet it. Next thing you know, it's just a fact. Mitt Romney's dirty. Well, he is a politician. Well, yeah, I'll give you that. And he's a Republican politician. I don't have much... I mean, there's not a lot of love loss here, but it's just the idea that that this is the kind of shit going on. It's... It weighs on me because because it's not... I think, you know, I've talked about this before. This president is so brazen. Right. Nobody's trying to hide anything. It's basically... You fuck with me, and I'm booting your ass out or taking you down, you know, politically or whatever. There's no, it, it's not like they're trying to be coy about it. I don't know. I think that's why people like him to some degree. Well, Is that he just, he, he just does it. He's like. They said that's why the Nigerians like him. Uh, okay. Yeah, somebody who is familiar either either from Nigeria or familiar with the Nigerian people. I think it was somebody in Nigeria they were interviewing was saying that something like six out of ten Niger, which isn't a huge number, but it's still a pretty good number considering they're not Americans. Six out of ten Nigerians approve of Trump and like him. And the reason well, is why would Nigerians even care? Right, right. Well, well, right now they care Regardless because who's president because he's blocked them from. He, they're now on the no travel list. Oh. 
Okay. Um, and that's why this is all in the news. But the, 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 the thing about it, though, is the reason that they like him is because they think he's saying what the rest of us are thinking. Well, he's saying what a lot of us are thinking, obviously. Well, I mean, that may be true, but they just assume that, like, in terms of, like, immigration, that Americans don't want more people coming over to their country. And the only one who's got the balls to say it is Trump. Well, I mean, they don't. Have you talked to people? (laughs) I want more people. Well, you do, but have you talked to other people? I never, that's why I want more people. What are you talking about? (laughs) I have no one to talk to. Why do you think I do this podcast with you? Okay, (laughs) I see. Why would I be here every Tuesday night if I had something else to do? Why why would I talk to you unless you were the last person possible that I could possibly talk to? Well, I didn't say that. You're so low on the list. Just because I was thinking it didn't mean I said it. All right. I mean, Can we sigh now. You don't. You don't like most of my stories. What are you talking about? My stories. I like your stories. Yeah, you make me laugh every week. We have a good time doing this, even though we're talking about a bunch of shit most of the time. Well, I think it's time to make my review of Match dot com since we have. Not unless you have something else to fill in the last five minutes, and I've been holding nope. this off for weeks. I'm good. I'm ready. So match. Here's, com. here's here's my thing with match. Now match.com might be better for somebody in a larger metropolitan area or something, but out here where there's not a ton of people, and that's a reasonable selection of people in there. But <laughs> speaking of why you want more immigrants. Yeah, exactly. We need we just need more people on match.com. So yeah. <laughs> I need to increase the dating pool. Come on, Trump, let him in. I guess I could expand my search radius to include the whole fucking planet. That would bring in a lot more people. Well, but anyway, here's the here's the problem though. Definitely need a electric car in that case. So the way their the way their uh membership works and I I honestly don't recommend it. I really do not. I'll tell you that right now. If you're tired of listening to the podcast, you're about to shut it off. The bottom line is I wouldn't recommend it. But the way the membership works, you buy a premium membership in order to do anything at all. On the following there. is not an endorsement of Match.com. Definitely not. So uh, so so you in order to to even like click the like button on someone's profile or send someone a message, you have to have a premium membership. Well, and it turns which out which means paying them. Yes, you have to pay them. And there's only like like one level of premium membership. It's not like you have a whole range of different features that you can pick from. You just pay for it. Really, just a question of how many months you want to pay for at a time. But anyway, so so you go in there and you pay them a lot of money. It's a significant amount of money. It's not it wasn't as bad as the more expensive one, eHarmony or whatever. But it's still not, not as much as Active dot com. Right. It was for six months. It was one hundred and thirty or something. So so anyway. I pay for six months, and then I find out that if I like someone's profile or send them a message, they cannot see who liked them, nor can they read the message or see who sent the message unless they buy a premium membership. Right. Now, I think we talked about that part. Not online, I don't think. But anyway. Uh, I think we did. S- yeah, but okay. This is my review of Match. I've been saving this. <laughs> okay. It's in my notes. I remember that, though. I know, but like, I don't move. Like, I don't. Once I talk about something, if I finished my, I'm not going to like cover half of it three weeks ago and then cover the rest now. Well, maybe we talked about it on a podcast I never published. 
I don't, well, that and I don't think, I think it was you and I that talked about it. Anyway, don't interrupt my story. <laughs> Jeez. God, this can't is, we get some other people in here for me to talk to? This is important. Okay. <laughs> no, no. So, so here's the, here's the other catch though. That's not really like in, in and of itself isn't the end of the world because you could always communicate with people who are paying members. Right. But you can't tell who the paying members are. So, so, so imagine, you can't limit your likes to right. You that. can't limit your time and your effort to people that are actually going to be able to respond, and you don't know when they last logged in. Now You're I called hot, them, but not paid. I called them to bitch about that, and they said, "Oh, well, there's a little donut thing next to their name that shows that they've been online in the last twenty four, forty eight, or seventy two hours." And I'm like, "But I want to know if they fucking logged in this year, right, or or in the last six months." Because right. when you're looking at all these profiles and you cannot tell who's paying and who's not paying, you cannot tell who's still active. They, I mean, they might have gotten married already. They might be off. They might have moved away. There's no telling. They could just left their profile behind and not signed in in the last three months, and I wouldn't be able to tell. This is an actual required feature of a dating site. You have to know or at least be able to sort by activity you know, the date of recent activity. So, so I basically say, Hey, you know, I want to see all the people that match my criteria, but sort them by who's most active, most recently active on top. And so as I go down and I see, gee, I'm getting to the ones that haven't been on in a week or two weeks or three weeks, then I'm done because there's no point in trying to contact somebody who may never come back and check their profile. Right. But it does, it does tell you who's been on within 24, 48, or 72 hours? Yes, so what I've been doing is checking every 24 hours and scanning my little list of matches, which is only like, I want to say, 35 people, and seeing wow. which which ones have been online. You're so, pretty relatable. Well, this is like a 50-mile radius. That's a, that's a large area. <laughs> well, yeah, it's true. And I'm not being terribly selective. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm settling for the people that are paid and active. Well, here's the problem. This is another flaw in their system. So, so if you say I'm interested in someone who speaks English mm-hmm. and they don't specify what language they speak, they get left out <laughs> of your search. They're not on the list. <laughs> right. So if you say, gee, I want someone who X, Y, Z, and they didn't bother to select that in their profile – you won't see them even though it's an unknown. Like they could be an XYZ or not, but you won't see them. So you don't dare select a lot of criteria. You'll start eliminating people like crazy just because these people haven't completed their fucking profile. It's like when I search jobs and I say, search jobs that say I don't have to do anything. It's entry level, pays me 200 grand a year and is within 20 miles of radius. And it says... No results. But here's the great thing about Match.com is now you're a premium member and you're paying, let's say, 30 bucks a month to be on there. And if you have a problem with the things I'm talking about, you can kind of fix them because you can pay extra for people <laughs> to be able to see, not respond to, but see your messages, even if they're non-paying members. <laughs> You can pay extra to to pay for theirs. To, no, well, yeah, yeah, kind of, but but still, they can't answer you. So, right. so if they can't answer you, you still don't know if they read it. You don't know if they're there. 
Um, you can't pay extra to see who's active and who's not, but you can pay extra for a couple other things. I want to say there's a there's a thing it, where you can promote your profile to where it'll show up at the top of the list for 24 hours. So you pay extra for that. If somebody else reads it, can you know that? Yes, you can know if somebody read your profile and if somebody likes your profile. No, I mean like your message or whatever. Like when no. You, when you're able to pay so that they could see your message but not respond to it, can you tell that they read it? No, you can't. But I assume if they gave a shit, they'd look at your profile. And I have yet to have anyone that I sent a message to look at my profile. I mean, yeah, you'd well, think that I'm that would be the one thing that they would do, right? If they saw your message and weren't completely, totally like, yeah, I just don't care. They would right. click on your profile and be like, oh, okay, this guy's like that, you know, whatever. Um, but they don't. So so as far as I know, everybody I have messaged is already dead. <laughs> and uh, and I have, again, I have no way of knowing. And that I can, would be crazy if they don't remove dead people, like if dead people still have a profile. How would they know? I don't know, but I'm just saying, like, you could be, in theory, telling a dead person, like, hey, you're hot, want to hook up? Here's why I don't <laughs> recommend it. For all I know, out of the 30 or 40 people that I, you know, have got in the area that remotely match what I'm looking for, 25 of them, I know some of them are active, because I can see that they've been active in the last three days, but a lot of them, since they've never been active, may have not been on the site in five years. Right. <laughs> you're, so they shouldn't even be in the search. I you're, don't, you're adjudicating a five-year-old picture. Like, wow, you're hot five years ago. Yeah, I, don't, I just, the whole, the whole idea is, is totally inconceivable to me. The, the thought that a, a dating site would not tell you when someone was or wasn't actually actively searching for a date... You know, gee, they haven't logged into this profile in six months. I guess they're just not interested anymore because if they were, they'd be logging in, you know, at least every couple of weeks. Isn't this the stuff that the free market is supposed to fix? Like when you have this company and it's got all these issues or whatever, this is the prime opportunity for some other dating site company to come along doing everything right with a different model that has all the right features and the right price points and gives value to the customer and takes this problem away from you. Yeah, but you don't find any of this out until you pay them. As far as I'm concerned, I was I was when I first signed up, I was that's why I called to complain. I was basically calling them to say, This is really stupid and they explained to me that I could tell if somebody had been on the last seventy two hours and I'm like, Well, that's better than nothing and I really wanted to I mean I didn't pay them because I didn't want to do the dating thing, I wanted to try it. So if you're going to try it, you got to try it with a with a service that's least reasonably popular, right? So you're not going to be on some service that doesn't have anybody on it. That's kind of pointless. But in any case, you don't find out any of this stuff until you sign up. Once you sign up, then you find out what what the deal really is, and then you're like, okay, so now what do I do? You know, if, if in the first three days I decided I hated it, I could probably get them to refund my money or call the credit card company and say, look. This was a bait and switch. The service sucks um, if they wouldn't refund my money. But the point is that you don't know. So basically to find out if another service is better, you go pay them. And even if you don't ever come back, if you pay them for six months and say, this service sucks, I'm not doing this, they're going to get rich. They're gonna, I mean, it's a lot of fucking money they're getting off of, you know, if they're getting 150 bucks a head and people just come and go, there's a lot of people out there. Right. 
Well, let's let's try this method. If you'd like to date Doug, <laughs> send a tweet to Life Is Hard Podcast hashtag Date Doug. Yeah, that's a great idea. I'm actually thinking about dropping my Twitter accounts. Well, yeah, Just, but we'll keep we'll keep the one for the podcast in case course, anybody uses course, yes. hashtag Date Doug. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that'll pick up fast. It's gonna gonna be I, viral. I'm, it's going to be coronaviral. Yeah, and that that's unrelated to Match.com, but I actually considered myself recently, I'm thinking I'm just not dateable. So this is probably a huge experiment in futility. Uh, I would imagine that you are dateable. No, no, actually I don't think I am. I've been reading profiles from these you people. You actually go outside of your house, and you're not in a relationship with anyone else. Um, I'd say that probably meets the qualifications right there. I sleep with my dog. Well, who doesn't? I fart a lot. <laughs> I'm old. You, do you have that in your profile? No, I thought about... Enjoy about, long walks on the beach and farting and sleeping with animals. With my dog. Yeah. No, I haven't put a lot... It, actually, I've been thinking about rewriting my profile basically just to point out what a eco-Nazi that I am so that people understand before they meet me that they're probably not I'm probably not going to like them <laughs> looking for someone I can tolerate please well, call <laughs> I mean they do have in your profile where you select your religious orientation and I put atheist we should have started with this why didn't we start with this yeah, I don't know you know you never really know <laughs> But uh, they don't ask you what you eat in the profile. They don't ask if you're, you know, a vegetarian or a vegan or carnist or whatever. But they do ask you, if, you know, what your religion is. So I was able to be upfront about that. Um, you can write out anything you want in your profile, obviously. Right. But I didn't want to be too over the top, off-putting. But now I'm thinking, really, the reality is I'm very off-putting. Well, and you're picky. That's I am, which is why I joined a dating service because I thought this is this is gonna. But you know what? Really, I'm, I'm gonna. The way I've always in the past thought the best way to, for me to meet people is to like volunteer on trash cleanups and things like that, where you get people that are that are interested in some of the things I'm interested in, and that is good. And I was on a trash pickup this past weekend, and and I talked to some people, and it was fun. Although it's just a really difficult place to start a social. Like you don't really you don't really get to socialize a lot, or not with a lot of people. You might get socialized a lot with the person that you're really close to while you're walking down the ditch, but for the most part, you don't get to like you know scan the room and 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 a lot of people aren't aren't there to pick up a date. So, but but it is a better way to meet people. At least it's you know I'm here meeting to pick people. up trash, not pick up trash. If you know right, what I mean. right, right. They're they're not there to pick up trash like me. They're anyway. It's <laughs> it's a better way to meet people than. Just a random meeting spot like a bar where you you know nothing about the person. In fact, is you probably know all you need to know to know that you're not going to like them. But yeah, why don't you try the uh, old uh, you know people who want to get into the United States trick? Yeah, yeah, that's I thought about like do it the way Donald Trump did. Yeah, well, and they have that show. Have you watched that show? Um, no, I don't watch TV. I don't know what it's this called. This is why it's I'm not real. dateable. It's like 90 days to marriage or some crap, but like there's American citizens and foreign people and they do it both, you know, ways like American women and foreign guys and American men and foreign girls or whatever. But, you know, basically 
the foreigners are looking for, you know, love and citizenship, you know, so they try to match them up with somebody that, you know, they're going to hit it off with, but conveniently, you know, become American or. Yeah, that's illegal. I'm surprised they don't get in trouble for that. Anyway, I don't watch TV, so that makes me undateable also. But so next week I guess we'll do the we'll do the dating podcast. But we have to cut this off because we're running out of time. We just did the dating podcast. What are you talking about? Well, I feel like I'm just cutting you off and all your ideas here because we're out of time, so life is hard and you know, you just can't it's just never easy. Like there's just no easy way to solve these problems. Yeah, it's a random thing, right? Life is hard. Catch me, catch. But it could be worse. Hashtag life is hard. But it could be worse. Life is hard. But it could be worse. Life is hard. But it could be worse. Life is hard. But it could be worse.